to Campfire Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome, campers, to this week's Fireside Chat. This week, we have none other than the host of the Bigfoot Society podcast, Jeremiah Byron. He's an absolutely brilliant and sweet dude who is without a doubt one of the most passionate Bigfoot enthusiasts alive. Anyone who's ever spoken with him knows that. Anyone who listens to the show knows that his thing is creating a safe space for experiencers all over the country, and he does a great job of it. I mean, all around this guy is just awesome. You should go and support him in all of his endeavors. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this fireside chat with Jeremiah Byron. All right, Jeremiah Byron. First off, I'd just like to thank you taking the time to come back on the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, Jordan. It's good to come on Campfire again. Always good to to chat with you, man. Yeah, it's um we checked before. It's been just over a year, right, since you were on the show. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how uh it feels like it's been longer though. It does. Which is I think, weird. I think it's because I mean both of our shows have grown an insane amount in the last year. We both had so much going on. Absolutely. I, I agree with, uh, there's been a lot of, of taking a few trips, uh, then a lot of different podcast growth. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a good reason why for sure. I think, I don't know if, if I think this was the case for you too. I don't know to, to what extent, but at the beginning of this year, like Ryan and I really saw it as like we're gonna take some chances. We're gonna try some things. You know what I mean? Like we're we're really gonna try and like step outside of our comfort zone and see start experimenting, see what works, what doesn't. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it was uh let's see, I wanna say Well well for me it was more around April and uh Yeah, after a few talks with my wife and I was like man you know what would it what would it really take to make this work and for it to be the main thing and like got some solid numbers down and you know started really focusing on production value and uh, you know when you start focusing on making it the best experience for the listener as you know because you know the uh those campfire episodes are incredible but when you start focusing on that that's when i feel the changes really start to uh to happen so yeah. i would agree like this this year uh has definitely been a year of changes for sure i mean i will say the changes you've made in the last couple months for bigfoot society have been amazing like it's a completely different show now than it was a year ago it, it, it is in a lot of different ways. In every if good you, way, yeah. <laughs> thank you. If you if you had stopped listening and then you started listening now, you'd yep. be like, what in the world has happened to this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, there were, there were a lot of a difference. I mean, it's it's uh, about 100%. I, I could say 100% it's focused on Bigfoot now. And uh, it's about you know like 95 percent uh focused on encounters and soon to be 100 because that is what uh the the audience uh you know wants wants to hear um and i uh, enjoy talking to so jordan it, it's really weird how the podcast has been changing over the last few months but i've it's almost like when you talk to these guys that have had encounters and like they've never talked to they've never talked to someone before and some of these guys at the end after i'm done recording they're like thank you i can sleep tonight and they haven't like slept in like they haven't talked for like 20 years about what happened yeah and so i just decided i'm gonna make the best platform for someone to feel uh respected and safe to share what happened to themselves and then 
other people will hear that and then they will feel empowered to share what happened to themselves. And then maybe other people will even listen to what they're sharing and, uh, you know, connect the dots in their research from listening to these encounters where a lot of these encounters have not been shared before, even though all the comments will say, I heard this guy on Sasquatch Chronicles. (laughs) No, you didn't because I guarantee. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole different thing. But um, yeah, a lot of these guys have never talked to anyone before. And I I feel really honored that they would uh, trust me with their, their story. And they're just, you know, guys from random YouTube comments or, or TikTok, and they just stumbled upon, you know, something I posted. Yeah. So, absolutely, I think. I mean, that's a beautiful thing, really. Mm-hmm. It is. There's um, there's a woman who has a YouTube channel. I think she recently expanded it to a podcast as well. But she just sets up in public and has people as people walk by. She invites them to sit down and tell a secret. Like, just tell her a secret, something they haven't shared with anyone, right? And it's amazing how often afterward the person is like, I feel like a weight's been lifted off of me. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just... There's one in particular that always, like, chokes me up that I'll, like... I'm a a bit of a glutton for emotional punishment, so when I Mm. find something that, like, really hits me in the heart, I tend to go back to it every once in a while. Yep, Um, yep. But there's one where she gets someone, a vet, who has is like suffering from pretty severe PTSD. Oh man! And it's like incredibly emotional. And he talks about how he feels like he can't get help because he'll be looked down on by his, you know, by fellow soldiers and all that. And like he's and during the interview, he's like, I, I feel better right now talking about it like wow and like yeah it's really emotional but like i get that that same feeling you know what i mean that probably to a lesser extent but like these these experiences can be really impactful for people and to like create a space where it's safe to share that free of risk of ridicule or you know i think that's that's a really important thing you're doing yeah, you know, and some some of them are anonymous, and I, I give it give them the option that if they want to be anonymous, they totally can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always say like, I can't guarantee someone. I can't guarantee someone will not recognize your voice, so that right. is out of my control, um, and I don't have a way to uh, what this guy's. I can't do get, like the. You don't have the fancy voice know, modulation. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it, it, it's it's really fun, and uh, you know you get a lot. Of, you get the guys where it's like you know they're from the south. They got the deep voice. They may may or may not be chain smokers, um, right? But they have some fantastic uh, stories from Alabama and uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Tennessee is wild. Those <laughs> those always those always remind me of like my dad and his friends growing up because that's what they all sounded like you know what i mean that like southern good old boy gravelly smoking way too much Mm -hmm. you know might have a six-pack in them before they start storytelling like absolutely yeah that's i always like those you pretty much hear that tone of voice and you're like this is going to be a good one no that's jordan that's exactly how it goes because it's like uh i've never talked to the guy and (laughs) To be fair, it's 99% guys. If there is, is it, it, I would love to talk to, you know, not guys about the <laughs> yeah. encounters. That's another, like, it's almost, okay, whatever. It's almost all, all dudes. But um, once you hear that tone of voice, because it's the first time you've talked to the person, you're like, okay, this is actually, this is going to be a good interview. We're going to rock it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just something like, it puts me at ease. <laughs> You know what? I have I have an aunt who has some Bigfoot encounter stories I might be able to hook you up with. Heck yes. Yeah, yeah dude. Let's do it. She she loves telling those stories too. Oh awesome. And she's got a heavy southern accent, so <sighs> it's it's perfect. This is a hundred percent so far, man. Yeah. 
She also has an Ozark Howler encounter. What? Yeah. Yep. Because oh. she she has lived in southern Missouri for 35 years. And she has some crazy stories from, I mean, deep in the Ozarks. I bet she's got some UFO stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm too. not going to say why, but I'm going to say <laughs> you know parts why. of Missouri could be wild for certain reasons. Wink, wink. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. If you know, yeah. you know. If you know, you know. Yep. <laughs> it's a, the Ozarks are a weird place, dude. A lot That's of, sure. I like, and I like her, I like her Ozarks, our Ozark Howler story because a lot of people are like, oh, you're, you just heard an elk. That's what mm. you're hearing. It's like, cause that howl gets, it's supposed to be somewhere between like a wolf's howl and an elk's bugle. Right. Mm. And, but she lived in Northern Idaho for like 20 years before she moved to Southern Missouri and she's like a hunter. She knows what an elk sounds like. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. And she's like, this was not an elk. <laughs> so those are the best when it, the person has like outdoors or hunting experience and you can tell. Yep. They're hundred percent legit about it. Yeah. That's, that's solid. And also she has experience being in the presence of predators you know what I mean? Like she's been stalked by mountain lions while she's out there. She like she knows that feeling, that like hair raising on the back mm-hmm. of your neck, feeling like something's oh yeah, like you're in something's sights. You know what I mean? Oof. Yeah. That stuff is eerie. Oh yeah. It, dude. Yeah. It gets to me. <laughs> Imagining that feeling. Um because I'm not and I'm sure you won't be surprised to find that I'm not the most outdoorsy guy. I'm like, give me like a couple hours on a medium difficulty hiking trail. And that's about where I draw the line, you know? Yeah, I think that, you know, that's good. That's good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I'm I'm kind of there with you right now. We'll we'll try to ramp stuff up a little bit in the future. So, yeah, I am. Um, I don't like the idea that like my know-how is the only thing that's going to make sure I'm in a bed tonight. You know what I mean? Like, and not on the forest floor. Um, so I, I like nature. I like being in nature, but I need to know, like, I guess if I knew more, cause I know there are guys who can just like take off and go miles into untouched territory. And they're confident that they can turn around and go right back whenever they feel like it. You know what I mean? I've, I've never gotten to that point. I used to do a lot of hiking with my father when I was in um, high school on the Appalachian Trail. Like, I've hiked all of uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. But that's different because it's like you have a marked trail yep. and you have a shelter you're getting to. You're not mm-hmm. bushwhacking to make yeah. your campsite. That's a totally different scenario. Yeah. I'd, that would be, you know, you'd have to know a lot more to be able to pull that off for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if I had that, like that confidence in my foundation, cause some guys have that, right? Like you, mm-hmm. people who grow up bushwhacking, right. They like, they learn all the tricks and they learn all the technique to like, to do it safely. Right. Oh yeah. Like to know that they can get out when they need to. But me, if I go like, you know, a hundred yards off the trail. I'm like, where the hell did I come from? Which direction? <laughs> like, what is happening? I'm not, it's not good. Oh, that was like, uh, there was a guy I just talked to. Um, he was like back in the early 90s. Yeah, it was early 90s. He was a like gold miner in this area on the backside of Yosemite. And, like, he had this crazy encounter. Like, he was in this old-school Boy Scout-type tent. And, like, he way out in the woods. Uh, no one else was near him. And, like, this something started walking around his camp and messing with him. And just, he, man, it's a, it's a wild... It's not out yet, but it's a wild one. Because then it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with the episode yet. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> half of it is not Bigfoot. And I'm like, well, maybe that's Patreon. I don't know. But we'll see. 
uh, yeah. ghost stuff freaks me out. And you yeah. know, but it, if it comes up, I'm gonna let the person talk. But you know, it's whatever. But I know you've yeah. never been uh, you've never been a big paranormal guy, right? It's not really my deal. Um, yeah. I don't know. But is it because it freaks you out? I, I I don't know. It might have to do with some of my uh, upbringing as well. I think. Okay. Um, religiously and stuff like that. Right. Um, just like some of that stuff goes up, you know, it's like, of course, like Ghost Adventures is probably like uh, not 100% true, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope so because some of that stuff is like out of control, but I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a really nice way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot doesn't freak me out though because it's like, it, it, You're a flesh it and blood guy, right? It, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, yes, I am not in, yes. I talk to like all different sides. Yeah. Um, but personally, like if, if I would say, you know, look at what the guys, uh, down at area X, like the NAWAC, what they hold, like, that's pretty much what I'm looking at yeah. as things. That's as how well. it makes sense yeah. to you. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, so many different ways to look at it, and I'm I'm cool with all of it. But you know, if you you actually get me out there, I'm expecting that uh, Bigfoot is an undiscovered North American great ape, right, or or something like, or maybe a, a large gibbon. You know, I I talked sure. to I talked to this uh, dude who was a, a firefighter in the '80s, and um, it was uh out in uh, Gifford Pinchot um, around Mount St. Helens uh, around Mount St. Helens yeah and he would be like we would get up every morning and I kid you not we would hear what sounded like Gibbon calls across the valley wow and I was like dude we gotta talk and he's like there's no way I'm coming on your podcast <laughs> and I'm like of course it is of course it's not because this would be a really good story and those yeah. guys never come and I'm, I respect that I'm like oh, that's cool and he had like photos and stuff to back you know back it up that showed you know where he was working and you know yeah what he looked like and stuff but man <sighs> had some wild stories but it is what it is you know yeah sometimes they just need to talk to someone and like I'll do that too like if you know someone just needs to vent to someone and they're like I won't go on record like i'll talk mm-hmm. to them too i talk to people and it doesn't turn into anything yeah know? it's but as like a someone who falls on the flesh and blood side of things mm-hmm. you're also the kind of guy who like believes there should be space for everybody mm. yeah totally regardless yeah, of yeah, where yeah. you fall on that mm-hmm. argument because i know yep. some people are pretty militant about it like they don't want to hear about you know bigfoot slipping through portals or any of that shit at all Oh, no, like, dude. So, and the way I look at that, Jordan, is, is like, okay, we've got some weird animals in the world, like really weird animals, and they could do some yeah. weird things. So what's to say that there's not a really weird uh, large animal that can do some really weird stuff? Like, sure. I mean, you look at the platypus and what they do, like, they have, like, electrical currents, and, like, there's all sorts of weird stuff like that. And Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to kick anyone out if they, you know, start talking about, um, you know, like, uh, a Bigfoot controlling an orb with his, with his hands or, you know, um, there's no right or wrong answer. Like I, I have what I think for myself, but, uh, I, I talk to people that are, you know, a hundred percent, it's a, it's a great ape or, you know, I talk to other people where it's like, um. You know, Tobe Johnson, Owl Moon Lab out in Pacific Northwest, and uh, which may have more of, you could say, woo factor to it. But yeah. it, it's an amazing book to read. People should people should read it if they haven't yet. It's fantastic. Uh, it's got all this, like, built-in media you can scan as well. But, um, yeah, I, I love uh, stories from all different uh, parts and um, makes for some really interesting YouTube comments. Yeah, I bet it does. But it, it is what it is. I just talked to this guy from Montana who, uh, he, uh, Ken Metzger, where he had done a, had a DNA study done on some scat 
a 15-inch scat that he found out in the Swan Valley and um, came back as uh, as unrecognized species. And they had some pictures, too. And they were cool pictures. But, man, uh, I, I had to take a solid meditation time after reading those YouTube comments because I respond to everyone. I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but you just, uh, just kind of water off a duck's back you know so yeah do you ever have um arguments break out in your youtube comments yet yeah it's great for engagement yeah it's i was gonna solid, say solid dude uh that's the how only... you sorry no i was gonna say that's how you know you're starting to make it when people start getting in arguments in your youtube comment section yeah the only time that i will <laughs> shut it down is uh i really don't like if someone is is uh like people are going after someone. Yeah. I'll take I'll take them right. Like I'll just yeah. like, "Oh, you're done. Not on my platform." You know, like yeah. nothing that personal. Is a, that is the thing that I despise is when you know, there's people are getting bullied or not respected, all that jazz. Like, not cool, yeah. dude. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, that's my general rule. Yeah. I think you can have like heated discussion. That's totally fine. I encourage mm-hmm. that. Oh, but yeah. like if things get personal, it's time to shut it down. Oh, totally. If you're going after a person, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's too much. Mm-hmm. But I think what I was getting at with the paranormal question, because I feel like, and I don't mean to drag you into ghost talk, no, but yeah, let's like, do it. I'm fine. I I find that the people who aren't into it, it's either because they don't believe in it or they really believe in it. It's because they really believe in it. Yeah, it's, it's so, like oh it's one goodness. or the other. So, yeah, it's be- it's because um, I know I know what it can lead to, uh, and that it can really affect stuff. Uh, and I'm I'm not a super big fan of that. And especially, there can be, from what I have seen, there can be attachments, and I, I don't want right. to you know bring back things like that to my house or people that I know. Yep. Um, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. You know, I think of it as if I'm at a zoo and I know there's like the lion cage, mm-hmm. that's cool to know the lion's in there. I'm not going to open up the cage and start, you know, yeah. playing around with it and uh, try to talk to it and, you know, oh, now the lion is coming after me and and is scratching my back or right. messing. You know, like oh, of course, you mess with something bad, something might happen to you. That's not fun. Right. That's just how I look at it. So I imagine if the lion could hide in your trunk and go home with yeah, you. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not. You know, stuff I do doesn't just affect me, but it affects uh, it affects my kid and it affects my wife. So yeah. I have to be. You know, okay. I've I've gotten I've gotten the um you know, there's a guy who is like, Hey, you know, we should go out to this this ghost town and like it's it's super ghosty and I'm like, mm, I appreciate it, but uh if you find this a super Bigfoot town you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is funny because like if I if I seriously do think about believe in Bigfoot as a actual um like huge ape creature that could just destroy me and is like yeah. pretty much like a grizzly bear that doesn't freak right. me out but it's like it's yeah. just weird to think about logically right but yeah i'm fine so with it. <laughs> so you don't get into the paranormal stuff because you respect the power of it totally yeah okay yeah yeah i respect yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a really straightforward uh way to say it you know it's like yep <laughs> yeah that's fine. That's we can leave it right there. <laughs> That's fine. I get. I mean, I get it. I've talked to a lot of people who get nervous talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even, even just letting it be a thing that you think about for a long time, a lot of people get nervous about that. You know? Oh yeah, totally. Like, you can yeah. open yourself up to it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we we talked a little bit before before we started recording about because. Again, with the theme of this year kind of being like experimentation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
because you you talked briefly about the idea of sort of opening your show up to to other strangeness, other cryptids, other you know other things. But ultimately, you decided to like really zoom in and like tighten mm-hmm. your focus. And do you think that's been that's been really beneficial for the show? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that had to do with I was doing a lot of research, uh, reading, watching different, you know, th- about niching down, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I would get these every once in a while. I would get these like these uh, contacts from different people and be like, hey, this happened to me, this happened to me. And I'd be like, man, I wonder if these these guys would want to want to talk about this stuff. And you started doing it earlier in, in the year and the people were, were really digging it. And it, it just seemed to be like a, a snowball effect, Jordan, where it was like, you know, I'd have one that would get really big on YouTube and then I'd have a lot of comments and I, you know, what I do is I, uh, try to respond to every comment on YouTube, which takes a long time. But out of those, I would get even more connections. And a lot of my episodes recently have been people that have commented on TikTok or YouTube. And, um, it's just it's it's really turned into uh something something crazy where you know it's it's a platform where you know these people haven't these witnesses haven't talked about sometimes for like 20 years and you're giving them the platform to finally share what happens so then they can go to sleep at night and um just want to have a platform where i respect them yeah it's a safe place for them to talk and then other people can hear that and be like oh uh i can get this off my chest too and it's a lot of people where it's just like it's finally time to get this off my chest that's so it's yeah. kind of it's turning into a cool thing where like i'm not just talking to people about bigfoot but i'm also in a very weird way that i'm trying to wrap my head around still like it is helping people yeah as well which I, I totally dig, but it's weird to think about. Yeah, it's like a Sasquatch therapy session. It really is. Yeah. 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 It And some of your episodes really have that vibe. Like, you can feel the weight coming off their shoulders as they're talking about it. You know what I mean? They, like, settle in. They get more comfortable with you as it goes. The more they reveal, the, yeah. more, the more relaxed they get. Um, also, I think if you say something quote-unquote crazy and you don't get a what's wrong with you reaction <laughs> enough times in a row you start to go like oh right. this is a this is a safe this space is okay you yeah. know what i mean like yeah yeah and i think no. you can say uh, yeah. that until you're blue in the face but you got it you still have to prove it you know what i mean and it takes it takes a little bit to prove it a hundred percent and it, it's it's crazy it takes a while to build that up and you know it's it yeah it it's a it's a thing where you know one episode and then a person listens to it and then it just snowballs from there but uh it, you just you have to be respectful of the people that that are sometimes putting their career on on the line um because people could recognize their voice and yeah. where they're from and put two and two together and sure. yeah, you just have to be really respectful of that. So So TikTok has been a huge lane for you. Yeah. Like really That's big. Weird, right? And yeah. I kinda wanted to ask you, I don't know if it's it's a little mm-hmm. inside baseball, I guess, but like All right. No, this is fun. How do you fight against the algorithm? Being a content creator that creates content that is nothing like the things that TikTok is trying to push. Oh, man. So TikTok is so crazy, right? It's like... um, So it's weird because... I don't know how how to explain it because it it is so good that it will take what your content is and put it 
in front of the right person. And if that person is really into it. So like a lot of things that have really popped off for me are like we were talking about this earlier where I do the snippet before before each episode where it's like a little clip from the episode and I put like the, you know, like intense music. Yeah. Those will go crazy. Like there was one that I just did. Uh, I was uh, Robert and he, it was down in Oklahoma and it was a story about the hunter and the tree. And he saw like these Bigfoot chasing after 300 pound hogs. And like, yeah. he just uh, he took one and pretty much, uh, I think it was like he broke his neck with his arms and hit it against a tree. It was just, it was brutal right yeah um oh and then and then the sasquatch looked up at the hunter and was like hey did you see what i did like that kind of thing right (laughs) yeah but you know that that clip where it's like so intense and people are like what did you just say that i think is like up to 400k and it that actually um i just went over 100k subscribers on tiktok but i still don't get the platform that's the thing like i'm like how do i harness this i'm still trying to figure that out yep because i have all these people but i don't know so i'm still it's a it's a total experiment with that platform and i feel like they are always switching up their algorithm which makes it tough on the content creator it's frustrating it really is but uh it's kind of a it's a fun experiment um, like, look at Jeff from Strangeology. Dude, that guy yes. is... I want to say he's almost... He's probably around, like, 265K right now. He's got to be, right? just dominating it uh, because he's got so many different subjects he's throwing out, and he's rocking at it. But, um, yep. yeah, 100K is weird, man. If I had that on YouTube, oh, man. That <laughs> right? Would be, that would be party central. <laughs> yeah, so. it's... Yeah, Jeff is at two hundred and sixty-eight thousand. That's that's wild. Jeff and is it's the cr- man. Yes, he is. I mean, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy, right? I know. Like, I know. I I find TikTok so frustrating because I'll post, say, two videos that are very similar, mm-hmm. right? And one of them will get a thousand views, and the other one will get ten thousand. And I'm mm. like, there's literally no discernible difference between, you know what I mean? It's like the same type of content, the same type of visuals. And I don't, like, That's I don't weird. understand what they're doing. Hmm. Is it the, ha- are the hashtags different? No. Really? It's, I don't know if it's timing or, I feel like there's so, the, the algorithm over there runs so deep. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's I've the, even been told that like sometimes videos that where the caption is pasted, like copy and pasted in, mm-hmm. aren't pushed as hard as the ones where the caption is actually typed out. Like mm. it, there's so there's so many little things that they take into account that I don't think most people realize. You know what I mean? Something that. So that just reminded me of something uh, that's funny. So, you know how certain words on TikTok are like you can't say them or yeah. you'll get in trouble. Like, yeah. And so it becomes like you use unalived instead of, you uh-huh. know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you can so, say it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're gonna put this on TikTok, but no. Um, so you you use like unalived instead of killed or something, right? right? And so what I do in my captions is I'll like make them ridiculous. So if the if the guy who's talking says like and then like the Sasquatch like killed him or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. I'll I'll say like the Sasquatch hugged him and then high fived him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just being goofy, but you'd be surprised because like all people will comment, be like, "Would that say in the blah blah blah?" And then they'll listen to it another time. So yeah. I don't know if that's a, a thing that could work, but it's funny has worked for some reason or another. So yeah, um, yeah. Just, I've seen I've seen like you and Jeff's success over there, and it's I I I wonder how much it translates like to 
because I know it like it sort <sighs> of filters down, right? Like, because I know Jeff's podcast has gone crazy in the last year too. Like, we were—I remember being well ahead of him on downloads, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he's like celebrating two hundred thousand downloads and celebrating like three hundred, and like it—they were just coming like rapid fire. So I think. I think because I've I've tried to analyze because I'm I'm it's it's silly but I am analyzing a, a few guy. different people right because I'm a numbers yeah. guy so I think some of that had to do with uh, when Jeff was on uh, the Confessionals with Tony sure. Merkel and was talking yep. about Tataria mm-hmm. because if you search for strangeology on different platforms it will autocomplete Tataria yeah so like that's what he's known for now. And which I is think crazy that, it is <laughs> crazy so i think that's like uh i think that's the, the catalyst that um helped uh push his numbers big time but i've noticed that if i get a clip on tiktok where it like gets really high like viral like high. 500 600k or higher yeah i'll look at the podcast downloads and it will be a little higher than normal yeah but the thing like you would think that all those people would go and like check out the pod. Like it doesn't happen. Like right. the weird thing is that TikTok is is awesome, but it doesn't really translate in people going off of the platform. Exactly, because yeah. like the platform is very powerful in keeping people on it and yep. still watching. So that's something I'm trying to figure out as well. But you know, it's just yeah. weird. I think. Yeah. Um, I think the part of the reason why the platform is so successful is what you just said, because mm-hmm. the videos that they push are videos that get that get people to watch and then and then scroll to the next video. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Um, and that's obviously that's intentional, right? It's built that way. They want it you really to is. sit and doom scroll for ten hours a day if you can. You know what I, I know, mean? Right? Um, yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Um, but I think that's a lot of podcasters will say like, nah, I'm not messing with TikTok because because of that, because it is really difficult to translate those numbers to downloads. So you, you get a lot of them that don't really bother putting a ton of attention on TikTok. So I think that it's always important to be on the platform where as like Gary V will say, like where the eyes are, where's the organic growth. And right now it is TikTok. And if you notice, like there's definitely a lot of more podcasters in our niche, which are trying to get on the platform right now. I think that it, it seems like the way to maybe break the break into the platform is to make clips of your video podcast in a way and then people will translate over to um to actually consume your full episode you know yeah uh there's a lot of a lot of comedian we'll, we'll leave it at comedian podcasts are very yeah. uh successful with that um but i that's something i'm still trying to analyze and what's the best way to do that and it takes i think it takes a lot of time to actually do that successfully yeah. Uh, and uh, Bigfoot Society is still a one-man show. Everything yeah. you see through Bigfoot <laughs> Society is me doing it, which yeah. is a, it's a ton of work, Jordan, but it's it's, a lot. it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah. I know I have a partner, and it's a lot of work for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my duties are split in half, and it's it's yeah. a full-time job. Yeah, I don't really know if... Uh, if that will be the case for me forever. Eventually, it will get to the point where... Uh, I will become the bottleneck. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as, uh, I mean, Seth with Small Town Monsters, he had to get to the point where they had to start bringing people in to do different things. I mean, it's it's a a normal progression of a a business, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Who Um, knows when that will be, but I think it may happen. For me, at least, what what I'm seeing with you and TikTok is. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the real, the real benefit for you with TikTok is guest acquisition. Yeah. Because okay. oh, 
right? Dang because it, your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you no, uh, you got, mean, no, you're absolutely right. You you crack the code. Uh, it is an untapped market for for some reason the people that are in uh, now I'm really giving it away the people that are really into Bigfoot uh, on that platform are not on other platforms and they're yeah. so a lot of these people that are commenting on my uh, videos over there about Bigfoot they're like I've never shared this anywhere before in I did yeah. not mean that voice to come across like that, but <laughs> I know what you uh, mean. You know what I mean, right? Um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an untapped market for paranormal and especially cryptid themed, yeah, in witnesses. It's crazy weird. I th- I think what we're seeing there is because TikTok has become so big and it's so like it's an all-consuming social media platform, mm-hmm. right? And I think what we're seeing is like a cross section of the population that's really displaying how many people out there have had these experiences and don't realize that there's a whole industry built around it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's a great way to say it. Yeah. So when they encounter someone like you, who's like trying to collect these stories, they're like, Oh, somebody cares about that thing that happened to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like they don't, they would have never thought, they haven't talked to anyone because they didn't think anyone gave a shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we get a lot of people on TikTok that aren't on anything else that gave up on Facebook 10 years ago that tried Instagram for six months and didn't care about it. But TikTok sucked them in. And now they're being exposed to people like you who, who want to hear their story for the first time. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. That they couldn't said it better. You know, that's exactly what's going on. But yeah, yeah, if you're not on the platform, uh, you, you, man, I have tried to talk so many people into getting on that platform and yeah. making content. And it, it's just like, it doesn't work. They just don't do it. And I'm like, man, you are throwing <laughs> away a golden opportunity yeah. that will probably never be uh, replicated again. I mean, we were breaking down what was going to happen with TikTok a year and a half ago on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. We were talking about it like, and this was, you had just got on, I think Jeff from Strangeology had just started his, and like, we were all brand new to it. And we were talking about like, what works, what doesn't, what's going to, how does the algorithm work? Mm -hmm. We were talking about this a, a year and a half ago. Um. But yeah, it's, I think it's still a lot of people are hesitant. It's also, it's because Instagram and Facebook, I think obviously, especially people our age, everyone had a Facebook, right? Right. Like we grew up with Facebook. Like once MySpace was out, everybody was on Facebook. And Instagram is very derivative of Facebook with how it actually functions for the user, Mm -hmm. you know? But Mm -hmm. TikTok is very different. So different. The like notification system, all that is, it can be very complicated. Like it can be confusing for, for people who aren't used to it. Um, so I think people are intimidated by it. Also, when you go to post something, there's like a billion options for everything. You know what I mean? And it's really easy to get lost in all that. Like, what do I add here? Can I add this on top of this? Like, you know, it's nuts. And people, you have to realize how strong the algorithm is and how powerful it is. Um, here's a good example. So I was. So the town I live in, I was uh, walking my kid back from school. And all of us, you know, like in the 80s movies where it's like the kid riding the bike and you hear like the. Yeah. I hear that behind me. I'm like, oh my goodness. And I look over and it's like this, this high schooler. And he's like, Bigfoot Society? Is that you? (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I kind of live here, dude. (laughs) And he's like, no way. I I watch you on TikTok. It's because like, it is so good at one. It, it, it takes your videos to the people that need to see them. But like in your geographic area, it's just, blasting it out to everyone in that geographic area 
which is also how I got a sweet gig uh, talking about Bigfoot oh, yeah. at my public library. Yes. Uh, th- I wanted to up, talk to you about that. When is it? Uh, July. I'm doing June. So it's like the last Friday of each month. June, I'm doing a how to podcast. And then um, July is going to be a... Actually, let me look at the graphic real quick. Um, it's going to be all about Bigfoot. So it's going to be awesome because um, it's going to be an hour long. And I'm going to do... I haven't really talked about this yet, so I'm just going to talk about it. Yeah. And you'll have exclusive, whatever. But right. um, they want to do a Q&A. So the last 15 minutes is going to be Q&A. And, but I'm going to do like 15 minutes on kind of overview of Bigfoot. And then I'm going to do 15 minutes on... Bigfoot in Iowa, which I have a lot of stuff that I haven't talked about. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to do f- 15 minutes about Bigfoot. The town is Earlham, where mm-hmm. it's happening, and it's going to be Bigfoot in Earlham because I found out like there's all sorts of stuff. It's a small town, but like there's a Bigfoot hoax that happened back in the day. Nice. Uh, there's like a Bigfoot that supposedly is in the local uh, park just outside of town. It's going to be awesome. They're going to love it. So, Dude, Iowa is a way weirder state than anyone gives it credit for. It is. It, it really is. I have so much stuff that... So, I'll say that when this podcast becomes full-time um... So my wife keeps me from over doing so like doing too much. She's really good at being like what we talk a lot about, like what the podcast is up to and stuff. And um, so I was like, I have this idea. And she's like, that's a great idea. But let's wait until you're full time, because I know what's going to happen when you start this idea. Um, But it's going to be great. Um, But I'm I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, because <laughs> once I once I say it into the world, it's going to be real, all-consuming. Yeah, and I'll just yeah, but it's going to be awesome. Um, well, I, lo- I look forward to hearing about it. It will um, it will put Iowa on the map, nice in certain ways. So excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're like living. That's like one of my secret dreams is to be invited to speak at my local public library. Oh, that's awesome. That, so, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, man, that's so cool. It's just so cool. I was that really was, blown away. when I yeah, grew up a so huge weird. nerd, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the public library is a very special place to me. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah, that's always been one of my little bucket list things. It'll happen someday, dude, for sure. Yeah, I hope so. Um. <sighs> Dude, this has been awesome. I love having you on the show. Always. It's been too long. I know, man. It's um, been it's been a really fun chat. Thank you, yeah. Jordan. It's <sighs> Before we go, um let the people know where to find you, where to follow you, and anything awesome you have coming up that you'd like them to check out. Absolutely. So, um you can follow me uh, if you look, uh, search for Bigfoot Society on all uh, platforms. Uh, BigfootSocietyPodcast.com will have the links there. So, you know, our episodes are on YouTube, uh, all major podcast platforms. So definitely uh, subscribe to the YouTube uh, channel. It has a media-enhanced version of each ep- episode, so there's more stuff than you're getting in the audio podcast but definitely subscribe over there too uh as i said i'll be doing some upcoming um presentations at earlham public library and then uh if you want to meet me uh you can always find me at the van meter visitor festival (laughs) in van meter iowa on september 30th and um who knows where i'll be in the future but uh, that's the next event I have coming up is a Van Meter Visitor Festival. So awesome. I hope to see you there in beautiful Van Meter, Iowa. <laughs> Excellent. And if you'd like to follow Jeremiah at Bigfoot Society, um, all the links for everything you just mentioned will be in the show notes. 
So go in there and check them out. Definitely do that because... Thank you. Bigfoot Society is always doing something awesome. So go follow. Thank you, man. This has been fantastic. Oh, thanks for having me on, Jordan. This has been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials. At campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.